0: Do when you're a New York guy stuck in Massachusetts with a yeah. Massachusetts guy stuck in the studio with you today, <laughs> it's another edition now of WTO Sports Talk. 403 405, 5943 for Sports talk Party on the Juicy Mall University. Get ready to get standing.
1: I said, Look who's back! All you <laughs> <do is move. laughs> let's go Brandon, let's do that groove! Go
0: Brandon! Good morning everybody! How are you today? What's going on here? Welcome to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk, exclusively here on 89.7. WTBR, here I am, watch me now, right where I belong. Look who's on the other side of the glass this morning. Yes, it's none other than Mr. Sean Cronin. What's going on, brother? Good to see you. Morning, brother.
1: Good to see you. Man,
0: seeing you this morning just made me sick to my stomach <laughs> see what i did i went the other way like billy crystal right <laughs> so how you doing man good to see you brother i'm glad you're glad you're here i'm really glad you're here i'm glad you're doing you great know, to be shows. here
1: with you today my friend absolutely i yeah. thought i was gonna have to take a horse and buggy up here because of the price of gas out there you know yeah, oh my god every station i drive by a little more expensive a little more expensive but let's go brandon anyway let's you know go, brandon so, so what does that mean, let's go, Brandon? I, I guess a NASCAR driver, uh, they were shouting FJB at a NASCAR race. Oh, I see. I got gotcha. you. Know, got to be careful what I say on here. Yeah, but, I uh, know, I know. And it got translated to let's go, Brandon. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it was funny. Like Christmas Eve, uh, somebody always gets to make a call to the White House, you know. And uh, it, it was a soldier was sitting uh Talking to Biden and his wife, it was over via Skype or something like that. But the, at the end of it, they, were, you know, they were like, "Merry Christmas!" And the, and the soldier goes, "Let's go, Brandon." And then Biden goes, "Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Exactly." <laughs> so <laughs> I
0: know everywhere I go, it's getting more expensive. More it's, expensive. It's every insane. day.
1: Every day, it goes up like ten cents
0: a day. So it's, which brings me to my next point. So uh, how do you take your family to a baseball game or to any game right now at four dollars a gallon? To a soccer game, you know. T- you know, on vacation for a ride for a couple of, you know, days or whatever, and you go stay some. Pl- I mean, it's
1: crazy, man. It's, it's nuts.
0: It's really nuts.
1: I mean, I think about you know what I do for work. You know, for you know, yeah, I drive to New York right. City twice a week. You know, right. and it's you know we're looking at. by I mean, I mean, we're, we're at four twenty a gallon right now. Who knows where we're going to be come Memorial Day when yeah, my we- season really starts? I mean, it's just. Something's got to happen. they got to reopen the pipelines, they got, you know, and we're buying oil from a madman in, in, <laughs> in, in yeah. Russia, and we're it's renegotiating nuts. with it's Iran nuts. to get back into their nuclear deal to buy oil from Iran. But yet we're not we're not drilling in our own country. I mean it's, just, That's cra- it's I know it's, it's crazy. crazy.
0: Alaska's open everything. I know it's been a major subject I've been looking at and stuff, but I can't take it anymore quite frankly. I mean, I put 20 bucks into my car gets me left with a half a tank for crying out loud. It's unbelievable.
1: You drive a you you know, you drive, a, you, you, a you, drive car. A, you drive a sedan, right. I drive a truck, it's like right. right. you go to the you go to, n- n- it doesn't matter what you drive. Like you go how to the much? pump and then you, you're going, when is this thing going to stop? <laughs> and it's it's it and, you know, and you just look at how fast the numbers roll on on, on on, the, on the, the, the dollars and cents, like, it used to just be kind of slow, you know, like, like you said, a year ago, it was like a $1.90. Yeah. Now we're up to 4 20 it's, it's, it's insane.
0: It's nuts. It's, nuts. I'm it's crazy. You, I'm going to drive, you know, I'm only about a mile and a half, not even from here, so I'm going to, I have a little dolly on wheels that I'm going to take and leave about an hour before, before work, and then I can, before I
1: come down to the studio here. I said, those so. Amish people, they got something figured out, don't they, down there? Yeah. You so. know, the horse and buggy thing. You know, they got that figured out, but they don't have to pay for gas. Yeah, so keep, our, uh. Where
0: we, where anyway, we your thought. Yeah. So I was going to say so. Our um, our program director asked if we could do a thirty second spot for the show after. So if you'd like to join me for cocktails after the directly after the show, or
1: not cocktails. I was just joking. Like, if you put a gallon of gas in my truck, okay. I'll think about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, right. you know. But yeah, i I'm do. I haven't I haven't been able to do the promo for the show. I was thinking maybe he'll come back. and do the promo with him. It kind of be you know kind of sound fun. But anyway, four one three four four five five nine four three. Great to have Sean Cronin back in the studio today. Listen. I've had enough with Rob Manfred. I've had enough with Tony Clark. I mean, this is insane. Last week I'm here, right? Okay, and I'm saying, I'm thinking these thoughts. I'm like, okay, last week I'm here and I'm talking about what's going to happen. Will we have baseball at 5 o'clock? Last Tuesday I sat right here and I was optimistic, and now the first two series are canceled. You know, this has been going on for three months. We're talking about 90-plus days, and now they want to cancel 91 games. I mean, Sean, I have had it. There's no winners here. They're all losers. Both sides are losers, and all they do is screw the fans. And the worst part of this is every person that owns a motel during spring training is getting screwed. Everybody that is, you know, uh, a, a vendor at a, at a ballpark where they're selling hot dogs or beer, whatever they're doing, whether they're cleaning the field, where they're wiping your seat off, or taking your ticket as you walk through the turnstiles, this is ridiculous. Get it done. I'm tired of hearing about luxury tax thresholds. It's like, well, they want 238, but they have 220. So compromise on Something compromising a middle a middle number time to hear about arbitration and I think seven hundred thousand dollars you know a player for a rookie player is pretty good which is hundred that's just
1: one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year raise like you know yeah. Chris Russo he was like what are you, do you have in your mind you turn it <laughs> down one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year raise are you crazy right. you know and 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 you know it affects a lot of people that go to Florida this time of year for vacation I have a, a very good friend of mine he goes down every year and spends two weeks in Fort Myers. And goes to Red Sox games right. at JetBlue Park, spring training games. Right. And so he's basically, you know, I was sitting there talking to him the other day, and he's like, why am I even going to Florida? He goes, well, I guess I'm going to play a lot more golf. You know, it's just, it's, it, it, they don't know who they're affecting. I mean, they're, they, Rob Manford doesn't care about you. He nope. doesn't care about the players. Nope. He doesn't care about anything. Nope. And Tony Clark, like you said, with his beard. I mean, it, it's... It, it, I mean, if you're uh, such
0: an intellectual, why don't you get it done, Tony? I mean, you've been head of the you know the Major League Players Association for quite some time. Sit in a room. How in the world do they sit for 16 hours and do absolutely nothing? Now, they've agreed on some things. They have. The thing that bothers me the most, though, is this format. Six teams from each league, and then, or and now, seven teams? Now, they want can 14 water, teams. Can we water down baseball a little bit more? we got teams under 500 coming in. I mean... Is that what you want? Is that what you want personally? Is that what you want so, for so, baseball?
1: So you would have the eighty and eighty-two uh, Philadelphia Phillies would make the playoffs last year, who had n- no business. That 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 would be what you would be looking towards in the future. Is you know, one... might as well just put the Baltimore Orioles in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, it, it's it's a joke. It, it really, really is. is. And you know, and and my aunt Maureen and I, we are the baseball pioneers of my family, and we both say. We're never going away, you know, but baseball is going to lose the casual fan. They're going to lose the people that just, you know, they couldn't name the starting rotation of their own team. They couldn't, you know, they might be able to name you, you know, hey, who's shortstop for the uh, New York Yankees? Uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, No, he hasn't been for 10 years, uh, but you're going to lose those casual fans. Absolutely. And and baseball's in a bad place already as it is in terms of popularity because it's slow. It, you know, I love it. I grew up playing it, as you said to me before the show, you grew up playing it too, but they're going to lose a lot of fans, and it's going to hurt the ratings, and Rob Manfred just simply does not give a damn, and it's just, it's sad. It's sad that that's the place that we're in, you know, what are we, 98 days, I think, now into the lockout? Yeah, something like that Start with it's, December 1st. It's just ridiculous. It's, I mean, get it's it done. Just sad.
0: Sit down and get something done. Compromise on a number. If it's not 238 and it's not 220, then compromise on a middle number. Have, you know, do something that's positive. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's bad enough that baseball's like third now. Hockey should be third. Now, hockey should be number one, in my opinion. I love hockey, but I mean, you know, it's like it's such garbage. And then I see Max Scherzer representing. Oh, Max, why don't you take some of your forty-three million dollars and sprinkle it amongst the minor league players? I mean,
1: speaking of that, did you hear? You oh, did, you hear did you hear that? The, oh, the players have gotten together and they've rounded up a million dollars to take care of the uh, concessions people. That you know, a million dollars. It's seven hundred and fifty uh major league baseball players and all they could round up was a measly million dollars to spread out amongst 30 clubs and you, we're not just talking about the 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 you know, the vendors at the Major League Parks, we're, we're sprinkling down all the way to the minor leagues, to single A, a million dollars. So what's that going to give everybody, like, a, a $20 <laughs> paycheck? You know, hey, thanks, here's 20 bucks. Go get yourself an ice cream. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, I, come yeah, on.
0: It's, it's it's
1: it's sad. I mean,
0: I know, look, I know that the minimum salary for Major League Baseball players was below the other three sports. I understand that. But you just got, like, like Russo was saying, like everybody said on the radio this week, you got a huge raise. Take it. You know, it's just ridiculous. Negotiate and get it done because it's so frustrating. Because all it's doing is making the sport worse and worse and worse, and less appealing, like you said, to the average fan. Not to the average fan, by the way, but for the casual fan that watches baseball and so on. And they haven't even gotten to the point where. How about the pitch clock? This has been talked about forever. It's working in the minor leagues, but they're like, oh, I don't know if we can, you know, vote on this yet. Now they have obviously this idea to have a committee of of people that you know sit together, and anything could be changed, rule changes amongst you know, uh, baseball during the season and so forth. So now they have this that they voted on, that's passed. So they've done a lot of things to get, you know, uh, some, you know some stuff that they agree on. But, I mean, the rest of it is, the t- is basically the tax threshold and some of the playoff series and a couple of other things. But get it done.
1: Think about it, though. It's just ridiculous. Know, football has a play clock. Yep. Basketball has a shot clock. Right. Why should there not be... A pitch clock in baseball. I, I and, and, and then, you know, if, if you're not going to have a pitch clock, you know, these guys step out of the box every pitch. I mean, baseball implemented a few years ago. You can only have one foot out of the box. I mean, you, you know, uh, these guys aren't as bad as Nomar used to be, where you step <laughs> out every at-bat and tap his toes really? and buckle his yep. gloves and everything. But, I mean, something has to change. You know, the, the game does need to speed up. I mean, and, you know, and it's like Red Sox games during the week at Fenway Park, first pitch, 7 9 at night. And the average, and the Red Sox are like, the Red Sox and the Yankees, I think, both have the longest average time per game. So you're looking at over three and a half hours a game some nights, like, and then you're going, oh, we're going to extra innings. It's ten thirty-seven on a Tuesday night. I got to get up tomorrow morning at 6 to go to work. You know, can't be watching that. I think they got to start earlier, and they got to make the game speed up. Yeah, it's, they, it's, it's that simple. It was great when they were starting games at like six thirty.
0: It was great, maybe like over nine thirty, and then you, you know you have the rest of the evening and stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. It's just. Rob Manfred might be the worst commissioner since Bowie Kuhn. He's just horrible. He really is. 413-445-5943. Robbie looking Sean Cronin back where he belongs. Um, right here on WTBR Sports Talk right here at 1014 on a Tuesday. Gorgeous day outside. A little colder, but, man, I, I can't complain about the sunshine today. So, anyway, give us a call. 413-445-5943. Anything you want to talk about, the nauseum of the lockout, you want to talk about the Celtics resurgence, um you want to talk about the Bruins resurgence, the Rangers uh, playing great right now and uh, obviously and Joe
1: Judge back right. to the and Patriots. Joe Judge's return to to the- work with Mac Jones. <laughs> One of the most fantastic things I've never heard.
0: Yes, and uh, uh, were you happy about the Giants hiring Brian Day? I mean, you're not a Giant fan, but what do you think about his hiring? Did you like the hiring of you know, of Shane and, and, and uh, Brian Dayball and so forth? He seems like a guy who's got his head together, so we'll see what happens. Well, but, I,
1: I think it's— But it know, doesn't matter because
0: Daniel Jones is still the
1: quarterback. Well, it's a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones because uh, they said Brian Dayball was all about you know developing Patty Mahomes. So let's see. This is, this is make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. Right, and then they went to get Mitchell Stravinsky as a backup quarterback. Double
0: damage— Unbelievable! Did we get a call? Ding, 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 ding. ding. I'm like, yes, we did. Unbelievable! All right. Good, <laughs> good morning, here on WTBR Sports Talk. Thanks for calling. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Eddie, how you doing? Eddie, what's be? going on, man? Where you been?
2: Ah, uh, I've been, I've been gone for the last three weeks. Oh I yeah. Tried to call you after the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Terrible, it was... terrible, terrible Super
0: Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't very good at all. Obviously, yeah. What, what, what do you think, Sean, about the Super Bowl? Eh. <laughs> As Larry (laughs) David would say.
2: Poor time (laughs) management. Poor. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, they wasted too much time thinking and dunking.
0: Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, first of all, I mean, to not run the ball on that play, to have the back going like five yards behind the line of scrimmage before he gave him the ball on a third down and one, and – yeah, they blew that game. They really did. But let's face it, the talent—you know—that—that that is Aaron Donald and, and Cooper Cup came came out, and the best players played on the, on the on the best team. They're the better team. I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl like the beginning of the year. So
1: the Rams went all in. And which, I did pick with, Cincinnati to win the game. The Rams went all in with Matthew Stafford. No, they they yeah. traded all their picks, well, yeah, which they've done yeah, for years. It's, it's, so again,
2: it's, it's poor coaching. There, poor coaching.
1: So, what do you think about this baseball lock? I know to change the subject.
2: That's why I wanted to call and oh, yeah. in on that. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I'm so sick Innings, to my stomach, I can't stand it.
2: In Innings, okay? That's first. And the, the, the line of the game, you know, the time of the game, is the sponsors. okay? Commercials, commercials, commercials. Right. You know what I mean? Three hours is too long for a baseball game.
1: See, but
0: I don't mind if it's an entertaining game. I don't care if it goes for... Jean, do you care if a, a baseball game goes lengthy, if it's an entertaining game?
1: If it's an entertaining game, no, but I don't want to see a pitcher stand there for 45 no, seconds I, in between every right. pitch. Right, no, I agree. Well, I, agree. I agree, I agree,
0: yeah. I agree with that, but the thing about it is, like he said,
2: like you said about uh, Nomar, Poppy was the same way, step out. You know, drops his batting gloves, spit on the ground for like 20 seconds and get in the box, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. And it's... It, 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 it's too much money involved. Okay, I I had more fun going to a Suns game here in Pittsfield.
0: Yeah, for five bucks, right?
2: Right. Yeah, when the money has nothing to do with it, but you know, at least you're, you're, it's local. And you go at Yankee Stadium or Fenway, and sit there for three and a half hours, you know, in the hot sun in the summertime. That's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I went to a Yankee game uh, when Jackson was the last, the last Yankee game I went to was when uh, Jeter's last week there. And I think Sue and I paid twenty dollars for two sodas and two hot dogs. Crazy, absolutely crazy! Right? The sons you know, are you know, fun. To get
2: rid of that d- that run runner second base. Oh, that, that's or no, that's gonna go. That's
0: gonna go. That's not gonna happen. I I don't believe that's gonna happen. I don't believe the seven inning doubleheader is gonna be there either. I I hope those certainly. are both garbage. I certainly goals. hope not. Because it's ridiculous, and if you're gonna have a seven inning doubleheader, then let that guy stay there for fourteen innings. Give that guy, you know, fourteen innings of baseball. Don't let somebody leave after seven. That's like little league garbage. Heck with that. That's that's nonsense. But uh, yeah,
1: especially when you know when you talk about the seven inning doubleheaders. I mean, somebody's paid you know the price for a nine inning uh, game of baseball, and then you know the game gets delayed, you know, uh, postponed because of rain, and then all of a sudden that ticket turns into a seven inning ticket. So that guy's getting screwed out of what do you want to say exactly. twenty bucks? You know, it, and
2: it's all, like I said, it then it all comes down to money, but the said, you know, it, going back and a game like, like uh Casas, you should say, three hours is ridiculous. Okay, but hey, that's baseball. I agree. But it's there's too much money involved to let this go on, you know. The, the
0: well, if like we the bars yeah.
2: around the corner from Fenway or, or the Bronx or you know, Yankee Stadium, they're gonna lose out big time.
0: Absolutely, yeah. like, like Sean was just saying about the casual fan that turns on baseball once in a while, and also the game has changed so much; it's so damn boring with the shifting and the you know the five inning pitcher and the ridiculous pitch counts and changes and pitching staff. You know every you know two innings somebody's coming out, every half inning somebody's coming out to make a pitching change. Yeah, it's good. that's why the games are long. But when they implement something as stupid as the three batter rule, you know to speed up the game, that's when it's a dumb rule because it takes the you know absolute strategy right out of the manager's hands at that point. Like if you have a tough lefty hitter and you can't bring in, a lefty guy, because the right-handed guy has to face three batters. That's ridiculous. That's a dumb rule to speeding up the game. The pitch clock is the
1: right thing to speed up the game. So yeah, right. they've yeah. tried it in the minor leagues and it worked in the minor leagues. Yeah, it's working fine. Clock. It worked fine. It's working right. absolutely fine. Like
2: they're saying about you no, know, even though, you know That's what the subject about having uh, automatic umpires. You can't. You that's can't dumb.
0: That's dumb. I mean, I, you want the human element, and it's bad enough with all the stuff, the replays and all the sports and stuff, and even baseball. No, I, I pr- particularly like the human element of, of sports. And this robotic That's thing is right. just it's ridiculous. They're, they're, they're doing break.
1: the robotic thing in, at McDonald's. Let's let's, <laughs> right. let's, let's let's keep it at fast food restaurants and not on the baseball field, okay? Hey, yeah. hey
0: thanks a lot for taking my call. Oh, my God, Eddie, anytime. Give us a call all the time, man, so uh, hey, appreciate you guys it.
2: Have a good day now, man. You too. Appreciate
0: you too, Eddie. It so much. All right, thanks, Ed. All right, hey, checking in right there. Right here on WTBR Sports Talk, 445 the number to call. We might be joined later by WPAT's Ralph Romeo, as usual, spot on Tuesday. So, nice to have Sean Cronin back in the studio. Uh, you know, like I said, I mean, just get it done already. I'm so tired, so redundant already. I mean, every show that I listen to this week, every show, whether it's television or whether it's the Fan of New York or it's any other station, ESPN Radio, they're all, like, going... Get it done. get it done because you're losing the casual fan. Not only that, you're losing the fan that, that loves baseball too. And they even, even talked about like we were talking about the shift and all this other stuff. They even, even talked about getting rid of this stuff.
1: You know and the thing you know I love I, I'm, I'm, I'm a baseball nerd. I love to read yeah, hours and hours a day on my phone, just baseball baseball things. You can ask my father that. yeah I'll, I'll be looking at my phone he's like, what are you doing? You know, not bothering me but he's like, what are you reading? I'm, like, I'm reading about baseball. And you know, it used to be about okay, this player did this today, this guy did this today. Now I'm reading about hypotheticals. Should the Detroit Tigers sign Carlos uh you know, Correa? Should the Texas Rangers upgrade their pitching staff? Should this happen? I'm like, none of this is gonna happen until you get a deal done. You know, it's just it's so frustrating. I mean, like I said, last night was was the annual Yankees Red Sox spring training game, which right. I love to watch. Yep. Didn't happen. Nope. Nope, instead Alex Cora is on the backfields of JetBlue Stadium watching the minor leaguers and adjusting his thoughts on certain younger players. That's what we're talking about right now. It and 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 you know what the, the worst part about the whole thing is you got guys that are rehabbing, you know, from Tommy John surgery like the Red Sox signed James Paxton. He can't uh work with the the trainers because he's on the 40-man roster and guys on the 40-man roster are locked out of the facilities. It's just the whole thing is hurting it's it's hurting it's gonna hurt players' health. Right. Because, you know, like Chris Sale, you know, this is gonna be his first fully healthy season since Tommy John two years ago.
2: Right.
1: He started his own spring training at his alma mater, Florida Gulf Coast University, and he's had seven or eight Red Sox pitchers that are working out, but they're working out with who? I mean they're throwing batting practice to the college kids. They're not working out with their training staff per se. You know, I mean, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but it's really hurting. The, the game is just in trouble, and it, it's it's just sad.
0: I mean, I remember as a kid throwing a baseball with my father. Every time I watch Field of Dreams now, I get, like, really choked up. We call it the in Yiddish. I mean, you know, seriously, though, it's like there was something about baseball. It was the fabric of this country, and it's just become so... You know, every, like Eddie was saying, everything's about dollars and cents, dollars and cents, dollars and cents. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating as hell. I, I really am. Saying, anyway, we got another caller, so let's go to our caller right here. Hello, caller, You're on the air. Hi, you're on WTBR Sports Talk. Hello? Robbie, what's happening? Hey, what's there
3: happening,
0: he is. Sean? Hey, Ralph. There he is, man. I just was plugging your plugging your time here on a, on a I Tuesday. I heard
3: Just when I tuned in, we had a little <laughs> uh, situation, but we're... We're back to normal somewhat, as normal as you can be in Wantage, New Jersey. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. I lived in Fort Lee, and I never heard of Wantage. I went to New Jersey my whole life to, like, Paramus Park, visiting the, the, the mishpacha, the relatives, you know, in Jersey. I, I never heard want of Wantage in my life. Looks like
3: a fam- I don't want to say that everybody was like a family member around here, yeah. but it kind of feels that way. But we're having a good time. We're, we're enjoying it.
0: There you go. Yeah,
3: but, 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 you know, you mentioned about how baseball set apart from the others for, for a wide variety of reasons, and you're talking about a game that's so, I, I don't know, George Carlin said it best, pastoral, you know, <laughs> as opposed to a rigid, a rigid, time-oriented game. This game was set apart, but, you know, when you add all the, the things that they do now to make the game, not, not speed up, but to make it a, a, a complete snail's pace, you're going to have a game that no, no young person wants to endure for three hours, three and a half hours, whatever it takes.
1: That's 100% right. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that, that can't take the pace of the game. I, I happen to love it. I mean, I, I will sit down any day of the week and watch a game, but it, you, you get these certain pitchers like David Price when he pitched for the Red Sox. Yeah. It, was like, yeah. it was like a minute between every pitch. It's like, come on. You, you got to speed the game up.
3: Well, you know, Sean, I'll, I'll sit there and watch an exciting game for, you know, a five-hour extra inning affair. That, you know, those are legend, legendary sometimes. But when you're talking now, you're talking about a home run or a strikeout. I'm not breaking ground in saying that, but it's so true. Home run, strikeout, walk. No intricacy. No, no first or third on a base hit to right field, playing it safe. No stolen bases. You got a different game.
1: Well, it's like Robbie's favorite player, Joey Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> the t- t- a true three-outcomes player, home run, walk, strikeout. Well,
0: was that like? Um, and I'm thinking the Bad News Bears with um, Walter Mather. Well, King Carl Farranski's shift. Well, they have now the Joey Gallo shift where they had four outfielders. And it finally took like forever for the schmuck to actually go out and like you know you know bump the ball up the line for crying out loud! It's unbelievable. I mean, Robbie,
3: I don't usually talk about a fellow Italian like that. You know, (laughs) I like to see the Italian guys do well, (laughs) but this guy's a four and a half. My God, he hit (laughs) one sixty. He hit one sixty for the Yankees. He's perfect for 2022, though. He fits 160.
0: right in. Well, no. who the hell hit 160 when you and I were growing up? <laughs> I mean, if you had 160, you weren't even a major league ball player. They would have taken You, t- you, know you would have had, had a better chance with the Phillies organization. Was
1: it Belanger, the shortstop for the Orioles, maybe uh, from Dalton? Mark
3: Belanger used to, was the best defensive shortstop I've, I've right, ever seen. Right, that's why Brooksy Con- cheated. Uh, Concep- Dave Concepcion, maybe uh, Aparicio. Ah, but this was, guy was, was great, but he couldn't hit his weight. But at least he had a glove to match his... <laughs> you know to match his prowess and his, and his batting uh, but was a secondary these guys are considered themselves uh, power hitters great offensive ball players they're hitting They're hitting 160, 170, unheard
0: of. Yeah, unheard I mean, of. they're bringing in guys that throw 100 miles an hour at a time. I mean, I had an idea about moving the mound back specifically, but I mean, you know, I don't want to change the stuff. Let <laughs> players change the way they approach hitting and get rid of the shifting. Like I said, that's the mm-hmm. worst. To me, that's the worst. I mean, I've, I've, I know I'm being redundant because I've said it a million times on this program, but I mean, that to me is the worst rule because – it, oh Ralph, when you were a kid, okay, and I talked this. It's funny. I mentioned this to my friend Daniel McCartan uh, uh, last week, I guess, or a couple weeks ago or uh, I'm trying to remember who it was, but uh, about uh, making plays. Oh, no, actually, you know who it was? It was Tiki Barber. Tiki and I were talking last week on his program, and he said to me, Rob, remember when you were a kid, you know, and you, you wanted to dive for the ball? I said, yeah, that's why I played the hot corner, because I played goalie yeah. in hockey and soccer. I loved diving and making a play. Now the ball goes right to someone, and then uh, you just throw to first base, and there it is again with the shifting. When they, when they hit right? that <laughs> so... ball in
3: the hole, on, on the left side of the infield there, and it's a short base hit, and you see the guy playing short right field, make the play, throw the guy out by four steps, you got, you got to say something's wrong.
0: Yeah, it's, it's boring. And it's boring. And how many strikeouts? I mean, and somebody said to me, there was a caller a couple of weeks ago that I was listening to, and he said, well, you know, well, nobody had a problem with Doc Gooden struck out 20 guys and stuff like that. But that's Doc Gooden. Now you have mediocre yeah. pitchers that a five ERAs striking out, like, you know, 12 guys. You're going, what's going on here? And you realize that these guys don't make contact. They're all uppercutting the ball with a launch angle and all this other nonsense. And it's become just really boring.
3: And your favorite I'm stat like, your favorite stat one, of OPS. Try name, right. you know, Robbie, try to name one good thing about baseball that we didn't have before that now we have it and we're happy about it is there anything that you can say has improved
0: well I think that what's improved is that the, there's a lot of stars in the game right now. The problem with Major League Baseball is they don't sell the stars and that's the problem and the thing is that what they hope to do in an expanded format is to get guys in there. I was looking at like the top you know the number one team in, in baseball for all the all stars I would say two are in the playoffs. the rest of these guys Guerrero and uh, you know Tatis, and a lot of these other young stars aren't even the playoffs so baseball can't really show you know, on a national level, these these young players that are you know that are impacting the game because they don't sell the stars. I mean, I heard some ideas the other day on the radio about uh, having the players get on the field and sign autographs before the game, which I thought was a great idea. That's that was Danielle's idea, which I mm-hmm. thought was fa- absolutely fantastic because you want the players to relate to the fans, you want the fans to relate to the players. I mean, you that's know what? what I, you, you know, yeah.
1: you know what? I really loved like when you talk about relating to the fans the players leading to the fans, vice versa, is in spring training games when they have the players mic'd up. Right. And they're talking to them when they're in the field. I mean, they do that in the All-Star game. They do that. You know, I mean, obviously, there are restrictions, certain things. But baseball, they don't market the stars the way that the NFL does. Like,
3: you are know, Sean, M- you're, right, you're right about it, Sean. But think about this. If the game was played um, the way it used to be played, exciting baseball— You wouldn't have to worry about those other, you know, ancillary things. You'd you'd just go on the game's merit itself, and people would flock to the ballpark. And I'll tell you the truth. People still go to the ballpark, but they're not watching the game. They're watching their phones. uh They're they're taking pictures, the last thing, they're eating, they're at the uh, concessions, the last thing they do is watch, <laughs> exactly. the watch, watch
0: the, the ball. game itself,
1: right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They say
0: it's too slow, it's more It's more fun to go to the concessions and walk around, you know, <laughs> for one well, they have so
3: many amenities in all these ballparks yeah. that you wonder, you, you know, where's the game? The, the game's not even secondary, it's about four or five down the line there. I've but, got, I've, I, you know, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta take care of something, so I gotta run early. But you know, Sean, great to have you back, and you know, tune in tonight, eight o'clock. W P A T, great, great program coming up. You got a great, you got a great show,
1: died. Ralph. Love listening to you, oh,
0: my friend.
3: Thanks, Sean. I appreciate you listening. Believe me, it means a great deal to me. Thanks. You got
1: it.
0: Thanks, brother. Love you too, out of Cindy. I right? Hope the mom, prayers for your mom. I'm so sorry about what happened. So, but uh, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Okay. That's Ralph Romeo right there
1: in WPAT. He does his show. You know, Ralph made a, made a great point talking about how people go to the games and they're on their phones yep. and they're eating. And I'll never forget, my father and I drove cross-country when I was 14. We, we 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 moved to California for my freshman year of high school, went out and stayed with with his his friend that he grew up with. And we happened to notice, well, I happened to notice because he didn't like, you know, he didn't... Uh, he he said to me. He goes, if if the Red Sox or if there's a baseball game you want to go see while we're on the road, let me know. And we're in Lawrence, Kansas, staying at a Holiday Inn. And I, <laughs> and, I, and, I and I and I picked up the, the the Lawrence Times or whatever the newspaper was, and I saw Boston Red Sox at Kansas City. And I said to him, I said, Dad, we should go to that game. He said, you know, and he goes, Sean, that's 92 miles in the other direction. I said, but it's the Red Sox. He goes, all right, all right, all right. So we went. We got tickets. And uh, he spent half the game walking around, and I was just just i i couldn 't move out of my seat. I was glued to my seat because I was fourteen a baseball nerd, but Ralph was right. I mean the game of baseball has gotten very slow and gotten very boring, and people don 't just sit like football you don 't miss a play
0: i don't mind if the game's slow i don 't mind if it's methodical I mind that it, that there's it's boring
1: but baseball i mean football excuse me you don 't miss a play in football. You don't want to run to the bathroom and all of a sudden be like, "Oh, Mac Jones just threw a twenty-yard touchdown." Right. You don't want to miss a play. Oh, Daniel Jones interse- threw an interception. Sorry, Robbie, I had to. I had to rub that <laughs> in on you a little bit. Kenny Galladay
4: yet right.
0: again didn't catch right.
1: another touchdown pass. You know exactly. I mean, that's all right. I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think the Giants will
0: definitely turn themselves around. I think the guys they brought in, but you don't know. You don't know what Dable's going to be as a head coach. I think he says all the right things. He certainly uh, takes responsibility for a lot of things, and he, he has staff meetings that are very intensive and so forth. And you know, sounds like a guy who really communicates well and so forth. But when you have Daniel Jones, or you have a quarterback that's not that good, it doesn't matter. You to be the where, greatest coach in the world, but if your quarterback stinks, what are you going to do? If your line stinks, what are you going to do? You know, so
1: where did Dayball, we'll see. Fi- where did Dayball find that suit <laughs> for that for that introduction? I yeah. mean, that thing looked like it came out of a Goodwill in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> Good lord! Anyway, four one three
0: four four five five nine four three. We're way over our time for a break, so we're just gonna uh, take a break for uh, a few minutes, and then we'll be back with more WTBR Sports Talk.
4: WTBR FM is listener supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio.
2: Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down?
1: Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies Show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's
2: only rock station, 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated.
0: Yep. Garbage pail kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 WTBR. Robbie Zucker and Sean Cronin at 10.36 on a Tuesday, our usual time slot. So good to have Sean back in the studio. It's so nice to bounce some ideas off. You know, who the hell wants to hear me talk for an hour? <laughs> I, I
1: i listened to you the past few weeks. I don't mind listening to you. I sound okay.
3: <laughs>
1: I
0: mean Thanks,
3: you, you, man, I please. mean I
1: mean, the one thing I'll say is you do say the phone number eighty five times a minute, but we, that's okay. you're
0: supposed,
3: okay.
1: supposed
0: to supposed you know? to I
1: know 5943 How's that? There you go.
0: yeah, well right. you try to you know I am mean, trying to get more callers and stuff like that, you know so uh, but anyway, I mean. So let's get rid of the baseball talk for a moment. Let's talk about a couple of hot teams. First of all, the Celtics are playing really well. The Knicks actually won again last night in Kansas City. uh, Kansas City. I'm thinking of the Kansas City Omaha Kings in Sacramento. Boy, I'm going back. I'm feeling old with the... uh, Julius Randle went off for the Knicks last night. 46 for Julius. What's going on, Julius? He's back. Yeah, right. But you know what's nice to see? The young players are playing well. So they beat the Clippers the other night. The Quickleys are scoring. And he's got, you know, Obi Taubin playing. Not that much. But he's got, you know, a few other of the young the young players playing and so forth. I mean, uh, Reddish had 17 the other night. So RJ's been playing all right. But you know what? I don't know where we're going with the Knicks. But let's talk about the Celtics. Can, can, can I just yeah. say, well,
1: you yeah. mentioned Obi Taubin. Yep. Can I just mention one thing? Yep. What a joke the NBA dunk contest is. <laughs> it is. I mean, that was just such, I mean, Obi Tobin won the dunk contest, but just seeing the highlight reel of all the missed dunks, I'm like, you know, this, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I don't even think anybody watches that garbage it's like Obi Tobin won the dunk contest. I'm like, well, why isn't he getting more minutes? Well, because he's really not that good.
0: Yeah, they should have taken Halliburton. I was very yeah. – I mean, not that I like – You know, the thing is, if you get a point guard, if you get a lead guard, though, Obi Toppin could be a better player because you can set pick and rolls for him and, you know, you can set all, all kinds of plays for him, you know, off the dribble. But right now when you – the Knicks have no – the Knicks haven't had a lead guard. I can't remember who the last lead, – decent lead guard. Maybe Derek Harper. I'm, I'm – I'm, seriously, I can't remember the last time the Knicks – had really a, a lead guard that could distribute, you know. And interestingly, they go to Phoenix, no Booker, no Paul, and they still manage to blow a lead. How many leads have they blown this year in the next? Oh, my God. They're like the first-half team, I think, what, last week? I think Philadelphia scored 68 points in the second half, and the Knicks scored 46.
1: So but there you go. That's, that's what the Celtics said the first half of the year, yeah. but all of a sudden, 12 out of the last 14. Yeah, and Jason Tatum has been on fire. Oh yeah,
0: fifty, well fifty four the other day. He's had
1: yeah. uh, five, 20, uh, five fifty point games in his career, and he's not yet and a sixty the age point game of, too. Not reached the age of twenty five. Yeah, he's
0: yet. he's he's really good. I, the only thing I criticize him with, and can it's hard to criticize a guy playing that well. Is just you know five, five, five rebounds is good and three assists. I would like to see him have more assists, you know, and and like to see them get the ball in. But you know what, looking at the standings. They're four games back. Four games back. They're four Did you think they were gonna be four games back I in did, November, I in didn't, December? I didn't, I didn't we think struggling? they were gonna make the
1: playoffs. Honestly. I mean coach
0: has done a great job. He really has. I always mispronounce his name all the time, too. It's crazy.
1: I, I can't I couldn't even pronounce his name if I tried. <laughs> Ime Udoka. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I I think that's the best yeah. that's the best I got. Whatever you know?
0: it is, the guys turns things around for the Celtics. I mean, they're playing real I mean they're the number one defensive team in the league. And I granted, I know their offense is, is lower in the statistics. But when you're getting 40 to you know points from Tatum and you know getting smart playing well and obviously Brown playing well and then you get inside with Robert Williams who's I think could be even better next year I think he's improved his game he's going to be much better he's so. a
1: double double machine yeah
0: he's really good and then hofford has been contributing. They, and they got you know they got a couple of guys they got white the kid they the, the kid they got from San Antonio and the deal that was you know they did a great job Brad Ste- I have to take my hat off to Brad Stevens get rid of cap space getting players moving players and then getting some, some assets back for himself for next year I mean a very smart guys so
1: and they, and, and, you know. and keep an eye on this this kid named Peyton Pritchard you know oh, right. he's, he's a point guard it's, it's only his second year in the league he said minor minutes but his minutes keep creeping up and the more he plays the more he plays better. And Aaron Nesmith, too, has started to actually kind con- of, you know, these, these bench guys are playing pretty well.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like with the Knicks, it's like the Knicks have been so hard. They lost seven in a row. Now they've won two in a row. I and mean, the Clippers aren't that good. And obviously the Kings aren't that good.
1: The last time the Kings were good was like, with Vladi Divac was, was playing, right? It's been a long time. I remember when he played for the Charlotte Hornets. I used to go see Hornets games uh, with my own friend. Yeah, that's funny. Vladi yeah,
0: Divac.
4: <laughs> wow.
0: my Bob used to go, What, what, no Vladdy Cup? I walk in the store. There's Magic Cup, Karim Cup, no Vladdy Cup. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> why isn't there a Cup?
1: So, yeah. <laughs> but how about Kenny Pickett's hands, man? Uh, Kenny Pickett's. its all I've been hearing about, about Kenny Pickett's hands. That sounds like a name for a good
0: band. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the third time this summer, please welcome Kenny, Kenny Pickett's, Pickett's hands. hands. <laughs> that's so funny. 413 445. I'll say it again 5943. That's the new number, the 5943. So, uh, i heard, say it in my sleep now.
1: I heard today that we're going to hear that the. Green Bay Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a, a record-breaking long-term contract. Why? <laughs> he's how old? 38. 38. And you're and you're going to give him a long-term contract. All oh, he's back-to-back MVPs. I'm going to I'm going to Did he win the I'm, MVP? I'm, yeah, oh, I'm going okay. to stick up for Aaron. I didn't Rogers. read about it. Aaron Rodgers is my guy. I'm sticking up for him. I like him. I watch him every week on the Pat why McAfee show. He, I think I think he's brilliant. Uh why, why can't couldn't he they win, win a playoff why game? Why couldn't at they home, beat
0: though? the 49ers? Why couldn't they win? The you 49ers
1: know, are such a fluky team. They Do they roll, like do, the they roll with, do they roll with Garoppolo or do they do they trade him? I mean Garoppolo they just you know they said oh they're going to roll with Trey Lance this year but now they're saying Garoppolo is going to have shoulder surgery, he's going to be out till June July. So how do you trade for a guy like that who's always hurt in Garoppolo? I mean, he's good, but he's missed 25 starts since yeah. he's been with San Francisco. Right. And that's the thing you can't rely. He's the same thing hurt. Where,
0: well, that's like Daniel Jones. How are the, how are the Giants going to go into the season and say, "Oh yeah, well, Daniel Jones is our number one quarterback." The guy can't stay healthy, right? And that's why they want to sign Trubinsky. Did they sign Trubinsky? I don't know if they signed. There was talk about signing Trubinsky, and the so free what,
1: agency market hasn't opened hasn't really yet. opened yet, right? Yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, I you know I heard t- talk about Trubinsky signing. It's amazing when Trubinsky was. Dr- drafted. They passed up Mahomes. They traded they, up. They yeah, traded up, up for Trubinsky uh, from North Carolina. What? 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 And uh, Amazing. It blows my mind. The
1: Bears being the Bears. They haven't been the same since Mike
0: Deco was their head coach. Yep, exactly. I mean, it's been a long time for the Chicago Bears, and you think that this is one of the great franchises in all of, you know, professional sports. I mean, an original, you know, franchise along with the Giants and Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, it's just uh, blows my mind how bad they are and the decisions that they make. And they went and signed folds. They had forty million quarterbacks, right? And they had uh, A- Andy Dalton, right? <laughs> Dalton and you the had red folds on the The red rifle,
1: and Andy Dalton. Red <laughs> rifle. <frightful. laughs> well, you know, you think about think about the, the red the, rifle. think, well, the, think about the, the the decisions that have been made like in the draft. Like I think the Patriots <laughs> lucked out that Mac Jones fell into their laps. Absolutely. Lap because, I mean, because you look at they say that the running style quarterback. Doesn't work, and you know everybody says, "Well, Lamar Jackson won the MVP uh, two years ago." What's the Well, you Bowl know he played win. he played what seven games last year. I mean, these guys get hurt. So, right. what do the Bears do? They they trade up and they draft Justin Fields. The Niners trade up to third overall and they draft Trey Lance, who had played one game in two years in a small college, right? And they're they're yeah. running quarterbacks. Give me the pocket quarterback. Give me Mac Jones. I mean, and like I said, I'm biased. But give me Mac Jones any day. Yeah, I agree. I, especially, you know,
0: you're right with the injuries. I mean, look at look at Daniel Jones, a mobile quarterback that got hurt again, and the way he slides. Sometimes he makes the wrong slides. I, look, mobility is important. I understand that from a, you know from a, obviously moving the pocket and so forth. Like if a guy, if you have you have to move from Aaron Donald, you have to move from an edge rusher, or, or you have to stop you know Von Miller or one of those guys, and you want to move the guy and roll the guy out. It's that's understandable. But when you start running him every time, I mean, and and so forth, that becomes part of your arsenal for 20 runs a game or 15 runs a game. That's just dangerous. I'm, I, I agree with you 100 percent on that one. Absolutely. So.
1: Um, Do you but, think Brady's going to come out of retirement? <laughs> I
0: predicted this like three or four weeks on the show I that mean, he would that he would play again. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't he? He led the league in passing. He led the league in, in, in uh, what receptions? Not receptions. I mean, in touchdown can- passes, can- passes can- passing and completions yards. and fast passing yards. Why wouldn't he?
1: I just don't think he wants to play in Tampa. I, I, I don't. I think told he, you the perfect place for him, San Francisco. Absolutely, absolutely, 100 yep.
0: He would get the he would put the 49ers on top with their defense and their talent around. I, you know, and I don't like Shanahan. You know I don't like Shanahan because I'm giving the ball to Debo Samuel a million times in that game. Where's Debo Samuel in that game? I mean, you know. And again, I mean, you I know. I mean,
1: Brady almost pulled off that comeback he, <laughs> against the Rams, which is. He was, did. I'm sitting here going, here we go again, 28 3. This is going to be the same thing. And, and, you know, I think. I think McVay is terrible. I know he won the Super Bowl, but I think he's terrible as far as a game coach, you know. Well, speaking of McVay, this brings us to another conversation, if you don't mind me no, bringing this absolutely. up for a second. Yeah. The amount of money these commentators are making. Oh, now. my God. Tony uh, Romo. Tony Romo is making, what, $18 million a year? And then Troy Aikman leaves. At least Monday Night Football is going to be better now with Troy Aikman. Because I think he's a a a hell of a broadcaster. I mean, these we had the last couple years. Brian, Cowboys on Boogie, Boogie, you know, Booger uh, Booger McFarland. You know, and and where's Joe Buck gonna end up? I I, I mean, it's just the amount of money that these that that's being thrown around to these. and and good for them to get paid this kind of money. But I mean, some of these guys are gonna be getting paid two million dollars a game. I mean that's, <laughs> and and Sean McVay they're they're talking about him as a hot commodity as a commentator. Yep. And I agree with you. I don't think he's a great head coach. Uh, I mean, hey, the Rams have done very well. They have. They did a lot of good moves. I with mean, they've trade. been to the Super Bowl twice yeah. with him. No, you he's, know,
0: he's a good coach. Look, he he runs a great program. The players love him. He's enthusiastic. <laughs> but as far as like just general game coaching, I find him conservative at times when he shouldn't be conservative. But I feel that the Bengals really just blew that game. I thought they had an opportunity with the ball, with the lead in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, they were a disaster. And the thing is, if you have a pass rush that's so dominant in the Rams— Throw some quick outs to chase. Throw some quick outs. Run some screens. Run something. Go. Let you know. Let let Mixon run a screen and get him up the field. That's what they should have been doing. Roll out Joe Burrow. Get him away from the rush. I thought they did a terrible job in the fourth quarter of that game. I really the did.
1: Bengals have the worst offensive line in the history of the NFL. I Man, what Burrow got sacked nine times in the AFC title game. He got sacked seven times in the Super Bowl. Yep. And he's not a big guy. No. You know, and that it's amazing that he was able to to stay up. I know? think he, yeah. And and the. That's the first thing since Cincinnati's gonna be a threat for years to come. And here we are two years ago saying Zach Taylor couldn't coach his way out of a wet paper bag. All have, su- now all of a sudden talent on the field, yeah. You now all of a sudden he's got, you know, Burrow and I think Jamar Chase was a great draft pick. He got scrut- they got scrutinized for that, but you got Burrow, his his big receiver that he was in college with, you know. It's it's all about the talent around you. Like, course. Y- y- you know, like, and, uh, of course. You know, my, my team. Um, you <laughs> I'm know, gonna I was going to get you to do a Belichick. I, I haven't had a, uh, I haven't had a uh, number one receiver in, uh, in since Randy Moss. But you're
0: able to win Super Bowls, Coach Belichick. It's truly amazing. You are a uh, remarkable but, uh, undressed in impeccable team. And, and I'm
1: still not going to sign a receiver this year. And uh, I'm going to use our uh, undrafted uh, wide receiver, uh, Jacoby Myers, as a number one again. So speaking of the draft... Speaking right. of the draft.
0: Speaking of the draft. Okay, so the Combine was recently, and I didn't really watch any of the Combine because I, I don't want really to care about the Combine, but people watch. In fact, people watching the Combines bored more than watching baseball because there is no spring training There right is no now. spring training. Right, so you put it on the Combine, you know. Imagine the guy down in Florida who runs a motel, who relies on revenue for your friend going down to Fort Myers to see, you know, to see Red Sox spring training games. Just think of the money. And meanwhile, these guys are discussing $700,000 a year minimum. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, so some of the top prospects we're looking at, you know, if you're the Patriots, what do you take? I know what I want, to, want for, the, for the Giants, but let me get your perspective on what the Patriots should take. What do you think they need? Who's there? What are they drafting? What's the position? I don't even remember. They, what they,
1: they got exposed uh, towards the latter half of the season and in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs. They need uh, – linebacker help badly because they just released Kyle Van Noy. Oh, you just
0: mentioned you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: Jamie uh Jamie Hightower is uh he's gone. Um, wow. Dante Hightower, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dante Hightower and uh, uh McCourty's a free agent. They're not going to re-sign JC Jackson. They didn't franchise him on cornerback. They need uh they should just focus their entire draft on defense. You know, they need they need help up the middle because right. the, the, they got exposed in the run game. Yep. And look what Buffalo did to them. Not only I mean, and Buffalo had one of the worst rush Offenses of the year. And they uh, ran all you know, over them. And they ran all yeah. over him. Devin Singletary finally learned how to run <laughs> right, the football right. and then Josh Allen like ran for over seventy five yards on him. And they need help up the middle. How good is Josh Allen though? Josh Allen is a freak. That 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 game was ridiculous though. That was I tell you, Leslie Frazier, how that guy kept his
0: job after that game. I mean, I have never seen such dumb defense in my life. You have what, how many seconds left in the game? You just scored and you drop guys back? You drop your linebackers back.
1: I'm surprised Why? the Giants didn't hire him as their next head coach. Oh my god. Yeah, right.
0: That's what I was. I was praying that it was no longer either Dan Quinn or Leslie Frazier. Dan Quinn, please. Anybody that blows a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl is not my head coach. Anyway, so we got a few guys. Right, we're talking about often, I mean, obviously with the Giants. You know, I'm talking about like Aiden Hutchinson is a guy, obviously from Michigan. You know, edge rusher two sixty five, and then you have a few other guys like um, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Charles Cross. He's an offensive tackle. Uh, Kyle Hamilton is the guy from, from Notre Dame who's a safety. Um, a few other guys. Uh, Darryl, uh, not Daryl Stingley. Der, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. He's a cornerback. He would probably go in the top 10. Um, the, kid, the kid from, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Akewan. He's from North Carolina State. He's also 6'4", 230 offensive tackle. Um, and then Tyler uh, Linderbaum, who's uh, from Iowa, 6'3", 290. I'm looking at the Giants with a fifth and seventh pick. I want an edge rusher
1: and I want an offensive lineman. That's right. The okay. Giants get they got the t- t- two picks from Chicago, right?
0: One pick from Chicago. One pick yeah. from Chicago. Would you okay. trade? Would you trade? Would you trade down if you were the Giants at least one pick or no? I mean, that's been talked about, but I would just take the first two best
1: guys. I would take the two best offensive linemen on the board because that's what the Giants need. I think Kyle, like Kyle
0: Hamilton's going to be one of the best players. I I think if they can't get an a defensive edge rusher. You know, within the top ten, and and they got a chance to take a guy like Kyle Hamilton. They should think about it because the guy's tremendous. He really is. What kid. do you
1: think of uh, the news about Amara Cooper from Dallas? Said he's going to be released because wow. he's, he's he's due 20 million dollars guaranteed this year, and they're going to release him. Is he worth that kind of money? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't so, think either. so either.
0: And how about how about our friend Mr. Ridley down in? <laughs> out of Atlanta suspended for a year what do
1: you what you know what are you doing I mean I I, I what are you doing I'm, Calvin? I'm I'm conflicted on that whole situation because I mean betting on football has become I right. mean the NFL is tied in with FanDuel and yep. you know I agree draft kings but I mean, I mean but, and they suspended him for a year the guy had mental issues I mean I I I have not I've been reading a lot about it, listening a lot about it. I haven't formed an opinion yet that I can really say, but I think it's dumb uh, that he got suspended for a year. I, I I think that's harsh. I think that's over what should have happened. But, I mean, it's not like he bet on his team to lose. Well, yeah, I just think I think a year is ridiculous, and also too, like you just mentioned about FanDuel
0: Sports, and, and betting has become such a part of the NFL. I mean, it always was, but now it's like advertised. There's fifty million. I mean, every time you turn on the radio, or you turn on the TV, it's another you know advertisement for betting. This sports, you know, betting company and this company and this you know, and get your bets out quickly before you know that you know whatever. It's just but uh, the you know. but
1: the people comparing him to Pete Rose, bag it. Please. No, that's ridiculous. Bag it because it's not even close. No,
0: that's ridiculous.
1: Although Pete did said he didn't bet bet against his team either though, and he bet on him as a manager, he not should, not as a player. Yeah, right, you know, so he should that, still be uh, in the Hall of Fame though. But Sean. people are comparing one thing to another. There's no Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. Right, I mean, absolutely. The Hall of Fame is a museum, and you yeah. go there and discuss. You know, you take your let's say in 20 years you take your kid there. Yep. You know, why isn't Barry Bonds? Right. Why well, doesn't he have a monument there? Because well, he's an arrogant guy. That's really why. He's, Mike, old. he's such a surly guy. If David Ortiz did. is the first ballot Hall of Famer because of the big smile. You know. But he, <laughs> was, he was related to, you know, he was a part of the steroid thing. He you know, the Mitchell for Report. those they like. Mike know? Piazza. Tell me Mike Piazza wasn't, you know, Jeff Bagwell. I mean, I mean come on. How about Pudge? Yeah, absolutely. Pudge, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like these gatekeepers for the, for the <laughs> Major right. League Baseball Hall of Fame, these, these writers that think that they're so special. And, and I'm sorry, think what you want about Curt Schilling. He might be the worst person in the entire world with some of the things he said, and he said some pretty awful things. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, look, Ty Cobb is, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Ty Cobb was a racist. He was absolutely. Curt Schilling should be a Hall of Famer because of what he did in the playoffs. The bloody sock game against your New York Yankees, you know, but just it's 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 the 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 the, uh, the standard that these baseball writers hold these players accountable to, and you know you know what really fries me yeah. is there's the the guys that every year they they show their ballot publicly. You know, and then they're like, oh, well, Barry Bonds is trending at 82%. Uh, Roger Clemens is at 79%. And then all of a sudden, all the silent voters come in, and none of those guys make the Hall of Fame. And I was like, good, good. good. Those guys are going to get in this year. Nope. David Ortiz, the only one.
0: Well, that's because David Ortiz is like He's a likable guy. You know, he's got that big smile and personality and so forth.
1: And, oh, let's give David the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So should we give other guys the benefit of the doubt? But he's not the all-time home run king. He's not the, you know, which I, I still Barry Bonds, say what you will about him, but I mean, Roger Clemens, seven Cy Young Awards, he should be in there, I mean, yeah. it's, 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 I mean it's it's the personalities Yeah, it's and, a popularity contest, yeah. it is
0: yeah. Absolutely, yeah, really
1: it's, it's become a joke, but anyway yeah, <laughs> It is, it, For, uh,
0: absolutely <laughs> 413-445-5943 right here It's about five minutes left to go, we're going to take a break and we'll be back with more uh, WTB Sports Talk to uh, wrap it up after
4: WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio.
0: Hello, my name is Sergeant Mark Maddalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. As you know, decisions we make every day can affect us for the rest of our lives. What you may not realize is that you are 23% more likely to be involved in a collision while you are texting and driving. That means texting and driving makes you 23 times more likely to cause a crash. Every day in the United States, 9 people are killed and more than 1,000 are injured as a result of a crash caused by a distracted driver. Remember, put down the phone and arrive alive. Don't text and drive. This message is brought to you by the Pittsburgh Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. No nonsense, no messing around, just 100% pure rock. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM. WTBR, Robbie Zucker and Sean Cronin for another about maybe four or five minutes. 413-445-5943 to number the call. Yeah, we're just talking about the NFL draft coming up soon. And uh, so hopefully both our teams will be smart. I know the Patriots will draft smart. Whether the Giants do or not, we'll see. But having five and seven, they can't screw this up, really. Let's face it, they cannot screw this up. I have to mention this. Two of the hottest teams now in professional hockey, the Boston Bruins. Actually, the Bruins lose last night to the Kings after they mauled them 7-0 last week in L.A. The Kings come back. They scored a goal with 25 seconds last night. Uh, They pulled their goalie, and then they won in overtime. So the Bruins lose, but they've been on a roll. I mean, winning, what, uh, uh, 11-3-3, I believe, in their last 17 games. Uh, Pasternak with some big goals, and Smith has been great. They put that line together with Coyle and Smith now. And they've been dynamite, so uh And know, I'm
1: glad I'm glad they got rid of uh Tuka Rask. Well I mean they did well, he, he retired he retired, quote unquote yeah, retired, right. but they went 5-1-1 one and one on their road trip and got 10 out of a possible 12 points. So that was huge for the Bruins.
3: Yeah,
0: they've been playing great, great hockey. And the thing is that now they're a little bit more depth. And now that, you know, obviously switching, you know, um, you know uh, Jake DeBrusk up with the line with, with Bergeron and with, uh, with Marshawn has really helped. So we'll see how – I mean, Jake had a hat trick the other night. I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. You know, he's been such a downer, you know, for the Bruins for a while. They've been waiting for him to do and they put him on this line. He's it's been, it's been fantastic. So, you know, the Bruins now a little bit more depth. They're getting a little bit more help from their bottom and uh, that line of Charlie Coyle uh, is really playing well, and, and, and Smitty, too. And, and Smitty was a good pickup. I knew when they signed Smith it was a good pickup. So, anyway, 4134455943. Got a couple minutes. And I got to talk about my Rangers uh, winning in, um, in Winnipeg the other night. Igor Sturkin right now, to me, is the MVP of the league. He really is. He's had 42 saves the other night. And the rangers have had such a great resurgence but i'm still concerned that they give up a lot of shots per game but this kid is unbelievable man i mean he to me you know people have been talking to him about the Hart trophy which is the most valuable player in hockey they've also been talking with him obviously about that he's going to win the vesna there's no doubt in my mind which is obviously best goalie but he's been tremendous so uh, the rangers have a tough task tonight in minnesota against a really really fun team to watch if you have not watched the minnesota wild yet sean they're great with Kapril the Thrill, Kapril Kaprizov, and uh, a lot of good players on that team, a lot of good young players. Uh, Matt, Matt Boldy is a really good young player on that team. And, uh, did you
1: did the Minnesota who? The Minnesota Wild. I'm sorry. I know about as much about hockey as I would know how to change a transmission in a <laughs> truck. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the hockey guy you're looking for I here, know. brother. Yeah,
0: but you mentioned about the Bruins being on the world. That was pretty good. I was, good. That was a good start, though. So, anyway, folks, listen, we're almost out of time. And, uh, anyway, we're gonna, we'll be back next week. Same back time. Same Man. bad channel. Let's
1: let's go, Brandon. Let's go uh, lower gas prices. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> anyway, thanks to uh, some of the callers. Thanks to Ralph Romeo, is always checking in on a Tuesday. And uh, listen, go out there, get vaccinated, and uh, stay smart, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Thank you, Sean, so much for being in the studio today, and uh, really, it's great to see you, man. Thanks again; I really appreciate it. So,
1: and if you're gonna wear a mask, wear it over your eyes because you're being fleeced by the, the, uh, <laughs> the you know, by Dr. Fauci. Thank you. Let's go, Brandon. Woo! All right.